What's up, Tampa Bay? Welcome to the Sports Bar. That's oh, right. Yeah. Your own personal COVID-free virtual sports bar. That's right. We have innovated once again, breaking down barriers in do. the state of Florida, in the That's best city in Florida, Tampa Bay. I don't know if you know it, but up there in the corner, that is the silhouette of the city we love. And this is the new format. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're still going to do We the Thunder. We're we'll going to do there. some post-game shows. We're going to dive yeah. deep into the Bolts. And we're going to talk about the Bolts a little bit um, on this show. We're still going to do Goodness. some We the 98ers. But all those shows we missed doing, and those were kind of post-game shows, this show we're going to talk about whatever the hell we want. And guess That's what? Right. That's right. This time we're going to let you know what the hell we're going to talk about. You can yeah. see right below. And we'll follow along. Tampa Bay. We're going to talk about along. that first. You can see we're going to talk about the Bucks. We're going to talk about the Rays offseason, a little bit rocky wah, wah, to get there. Wah, wah. And then we've got kind of a question of the day for everyone. And that is, what is your favorite Tampa Bay dive bar? We're all about Number the one. sports bar. And um, I am your host, Shooter. And we have The Stash. And, As always. Uh, we are, we're not we're going guest list for the first episode. This is episode number one, but we will have some exciting guests coming up. Um, oh yeah, Stash, as always. Maybe I'll, I'm going to let you talk a little bit on this show. What is what Just is your uh, thought behind this wonderful uh, Tampa Bay sports bar concept that we got going on? You know, this is what we've kind of like culmination, right? Like we've been talking about this, especially since we fired back up uh, with the Thunder. And how technology has kind of started to catch up. This is what we've been wanting to do basically since day one, you know, years and years ago. So I couldn't be more excited, more excited about this new format. Uh, and I don't even know if I want to say new format. It's just kind of like a tweak on what we've been doing. But now it's just like, it's just like every week, you know what we're coming with. You know, we're going to have a certain format. You know, you're going to be able to log on, see right, right where we are, what we're talking about, what we're going to run down. And I mean, we're going to be bringing, bringing, be bringing back shooter games here in a little while uh we're gonna be having some like you said some top-notch guests on here uh and of course you know our live chat which is one of the only we're one of the only ones doing that our live call-ins we're still gonna be doing that no one else really doing that kind of stuff so so we're not only we're innovating we're we're updating we're and we're going ahead of ourselves we're trying to be ahead of ourselves you know what i mean and that's what i love about this show right now where we're going with the sports bar that's the direction i like to see what's going in yeah, and the idea was, you know, me and this guy, we hang out at Tampa Bay Sports Bars. Some of yeah. you have probably met us or had conversations with us with us at sports bars. And this guy's so damn loud. Whenever we're in, we're having a conversation. It seems like everybody at the bar gets involved. So guess true. what? True. Everybody can get involved. I see you guys in the chat. Donnie Pepin's like our resident. Canadian Toronto fan. He he does not like the NBA to Tampa Bay uh, talk, I bet, well, especially with that being the Raptors. But we'll get to that. We want to see some more of this. Evan's in the chat. Red yeah, Bar baby. in Sarasota. I've never heard of that one. That's the question of the day. We want to know your favorite Tampa Bay dive bar. Sarasota counts. That's in the Tampa Bay area. So lay Indeed. those on us. We'll we'll let you know if we've been to those. Um, and, uh, sometimes we're, we're going to be having some beverages. I'm not going to, I told stash, I'm like, listen, I ain't actually drinking every week. I know, I know oh. you might, but, but I told him, I love him in a little secret. It's a little man secret. 
the shoot man is drinking a little Appalachian sipping cream tonight. That's right. Yeah. This stuff is delicious. It is moonshine for those that don't know, but it is a sipping cream and man, it is silky and smooth. What uh um, what are you sipping on? Uh I'm drinking uh the the godfather of American IPA, Stone. Uh and they're upside down cans, the delicious upside down can uh label. Uh yeah. Uh, the other thing too we kind of forgot about is you know we're going to kind of get this way uh you know as we get get, get rolling but we're definitely going to be featuring some of our local favorite uh sports bars um you know that's kind of why we're talking about our favorite dive bar to kick off the show just to kind of tie it into the theme and uh we already see that we got a couple of our buddies here our old friend monty Shouting out to Average Joe's Joe down there, Joe McGrath. He's our old time buddy. He's been a friend of Shooting the Stash since day one. Um, so he's probably going to be one of the first guys that we pimp the hell out of on the show. Uh, and uh, we got another shout out for Average Joe's already. People know about the place. Uh, oh, that's Kristen. I know Kristen. Uh, yeah, we know Kristen. So uh, you know, it's funny. so yeah, I, I got to just tell you this quick story. I just poured my sipping cream in this glass, and then I realized it. It looks like milk, <laughs> so I no, poured yes. it right back <laughs> in, into the mason jar. That you is, call it milk, see, I call tinted. it man juice. But hey, you know, potato, potato. Hey, some people go to the sports bar and they drink uh, a tall glass of milk. Okay, you know, not everyone drinks alcohol. Uh, maybe I just want to sip on some milk tonight. <laughs> maybe this was all a ploy. Maybe I got some moonshine. I went to the store, got it. Or no, I went to the backwoods of the Appalachian Mountains and got it. Then on my way back, I poured it out my window and then I stopped and got a warm jug of milk. I don't know why it was a warm jug of milk. And that's what I'm sipping on. They anyway, sell it warm. They sell it warm all the time. <laughs> anyway, here's here's the problem that some of you guys are going to have with the show. We tend to get off topic, but yeah. that's why we've got the list below to keep us on topic. So now you kind of know what we're doing. We've got to ask you guys, though, to do us a favor. We're yeah. going to... We're going to have this on our Facebook. We're going to have this on our YouTube. Uh, go subscribe to those. I was just telling Stash, the craziest stat. This is the craziest stat. Our last video our last video was um, was the Thanksgiving video, and you guys all liked it. Thank you for that, and thanks for everyone that kind of participated in it. That video got as many views on Facebook as our entire catalog has on YouTube. And I, yeah. I have no idea why nobody wants to watch us uh, on, YouTube. on YouTube. But you know what? Please go subscribe to YouTube. Go uh, subscribe to the podcast. So it's going to be the Shooter and the Stash Podcast Network because when we do do our um, We the Thunder, which we will do later this month, that is also going to be on there. So we'll have these one-off episodes. They're all going to be under that Shooter and the Stash um, main kind of moniker on uh, Apple podcast and all of them. We'll be on all of them. Go check it out. Spotify, all that crap. Anyway, do we got it. anything else about, about this, what we're trying to do here? Are we going to get on to our, our first topic ever? Our first topic ever. And did you think that this would be our never. first topic ever? Never, never. Yeah. Five years ago, sitting down to start doing a show in Tampa about sports in general a couple ham and eggers never did i think that when we finally got around to really doing the show that our very very first topic would be the nba to tampa bay and not only that it's the toronto team of all teams of all the nba teams to come play in tampa i mean this is like the all-time troll isn't it i mean come on as tampa fans isn't this the greatest troll of all time 
because you know we don't really have any love loss for Toronto and that fan base uh, at all. So for for their basketball team to have to come play in our house where we just won the Stanley Cup, by the way, they're playing in the home of the Stanley Cup. I mean, come on, come on. I mean, hey, this is hey, this is Donnie amazing. This is amazing. Let's not- Let's not this is make amazing. one of our, our loyal followers cry on the first episode. <laughs> oh, if I if I don't make at least two people cry, we got to shut this shit down. I mean, between NBA to Tampa Bay and our second topic, what's up with the Bucks? Because Donnie's a Toronto guy, but he's a Bucks fan. So right. between those two, it might be a, a rough uh, a rough show for him. Oh, but tough. yeah, so for for anyone that doesn't know, because you know what, um, this isn't a huge basketball town. I, I know that for a fact. We're just not. I, I think I put out there on facebook like when this all went down like what do you guys feel about it i think the majority did not like it which which i don't understand i'm going to try to change your mind but for anyone that doesn't know um they the nba toronto has a team there right uh or toronto has a team in the nba and toronto canada is not like letting a ton of people in right they've got you know all these covid restrictions they don't want a bunch of americans kind of messing up their their low covid rates or whatever we're Um, all full up here buddy so yeah, just like the um, who was it that played the the Blue Jays played in Buffalo, right? Yep. So yep. just like that, Tampa Bay got chosen to uh, host the Raptors. So technically, we're not getting an NBA team. We're borrowing we're... an NBA team for the year. They'll still be the Toronto Raptors. But hey, if anyone out there, I know where's where's uh, Steve? Anyone out there that sells merch, I'll buy a Tampa Bay uh, Raptors jersey. So. Hit me up. Hit me. I'll give you my address. But, but yeah. So, what do you think about this move? Are you excited about it? Um, it what's uh, what's your thought? Well, I mean, I'm I'm freaking pumped. I'm I'm so pumped. I mean, you know, I 40 40 years old, so I kind of grew up right in the middle of that uh, Bulls dynasty run. I got swept up in it, especially being a kid that didn't have uh, from a city without an NBA team at all. I was in Jacksonville at the time. Um, but even before that, my mom was really into basketball. She was a huge Celtics and Larry Bird fan. So I got to watch Magic and Bird growing up, you know, those guys going back and forth, even before the Jordan era. So, uh, oh, by the way, awesome. That's one down. I only got to get one more. And uh, that's my quota for the show, uh, crying fans. What? Tears, uh, tears yeah. to Toronto fans? Yeah, yeah, tears to Toronto fans. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You know what it tastes like? Appalachian mm. sipping. Appalachian right? sipping. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. Oh, God. It's so good to be back, I got to tell you. Uh, and that's, hey, by the way, a shout out to our great fan from across the pond, Rachel. We love, we missed you too. It's good to be back. Uh, it's good to see that you're watching us from across the pond. Um, but back to uh, what I'm talking about, you know, I, I'm excited to have NBA in my backyard. I've never had this experience before in my life. You know, I've uh, been here 18 years, I've been able to have basketball, or baseball, hockey, and football right at my doorstep. I'm I'm agreeing uh, here with uh, with Bryce. We, we've never had NBA in our town. You know, uh, Orlando is. I mean, nobody wants to go there. We barely go there for Disney World. Let's be honest, right? Like, who in Tampa really likes going to Orlando that much? We we don't. But if Mostly it's right there, thing, right? Yeah, I mean, and also Kissimmee is so close. Like, we don't even have to go to Orlando to go to Disney. You know what I mean? We're not actually going to Orlando. We're just going to Disney. So that's a completely different thing, really. Even so. Um, it, it would it would be pretty cool to just be able to go down there and watch some freaking NBA. You know, uh, it it it's it's exciting, and I know that our boy Monty's all about it because he's a he's a basketball guy. 
Uh, my brother-in-law just moved here. He's a big basketball guy. So uh, I'm excited, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Think about, you know, how many new Lightning fans just this last year we got and back in 04. Right. And I think you got to kind of look at it like that. And, you know, for anyone that hasn't actually been to a live NBA game, and I know we, we kind of don't know what's going to happen yet, if they're going to let people in. But you know what? If they do let people in, I'm, I'm definitely going to be there. I've had kind of the opportunity in the last couple of years to to start going to NBA games around uh, the, the country, really. And man, they're really fun. Like it's a fun experience. And and I was going to like see teams that like aren't even great teams, right? So it's not I wasn't going to see like right. the Golden State Warriors and you know the Lakers and all these teams that are that good. I was going to see like middle of the road teams. And you know what? It's it's one of those things where it's like it's something to do. It's getting out of the house. It's a it's entertaining. It's really entertaining. So you look at kind of what the Lightning have done, and I don't know how much their production team is going to be involved in kind of what happens at the stadium. And you know, we don't know what the fan situation is. But you know, if if you're kind of on the fence and you kind of like basketball, you watch it on TV, or you're like a I like college basketball, not NBA. Um, you know, go check out a game. There's a lot of young stars in the NBA that are actually really good basketball players. It's not the NBA from like 10 years ago. No, so, no. And and the so, Toronto Raptors are like kind of good, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. They, they, they just won. I mean, not last year, but just two years ago. So, um, and they just re-signed uh, Van Fleet. So... I mean, they, they've they've got superstars there that are the future. Absolutely, like you're saying, they're they're future guys that are going to be there right here in our downtown, um, playing basketball professionally. So, yeah, I mean, we got to show out as a town. That's my number one thing. It's like whether you necessarily are into Toronto's team being here or not. If you're into sports in general, go check it out and go show that we can support that other team because you know all that's really going to do is give us more credibility to the other teams in town if we get the fourth team for all four sports uh it's also going to bring um so much more revenue so much more uh economic opportunities to this town if we were able to get that fourth team so there's so much more impact that it could have here just then oh now we got a basketball team it, it would it would have such a wide-ranging impact on the bay area well, you know, I think if if the team does well and they do let some people in and, you know, we, we show up, then that opens up the eyes. I still think it's a long shot with Orlando being so close, but it goes back to something we did talk about on, I, I want to say on, on We the 98ers on one episode um, about like, you know, proposing the the swap, right? Let's, nope. let's swap some Rays games for some Magic games. Um, and, and, you know, maybe it's not the half season, but maybe it's a quarter of the season. And that way, some of Orlando gets to enjoy baseball. Some of Tampa gets to enjoy basketball. Um, I don't know if it could really work here long term, especially with the magic so close and like the desire for basketball in the city is not sky high like it is in other cities. But I, I want you guys to give basketball a chance and, and just just watch it. it. It's better if you go. It's not it's it's like hockey, yeah. right? It's like hockey. It's better better in person. Yes, hundred percent. Just, just the sounds of of yeah. being there, the squeaking of the shoes. And you know, it's yeah. funny. I walked on the court, and um, where was that? I think it was Memphis, and I didn't realize they had this, so I wasn't supposed to be on the court. <laughs> I had some sipping cream that night, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you must have been uh, sipping cream to get on that court. 
I was in, I think I was in Tennessee, uh, but they have this big white pad and it basically what it is, it's like this sticky ass thing that makes yep. sure your shoes are clean. So yep. I'm like, I'm like trying to stroll my way onto the court. I'm like, I'm going to get some sweet pictures on the court. And I step on this thing and I'm like, holy crap, my shoe yeah, almost like came off. Fly paper. Yeah. It's like human fly paper. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So almost it was in the construction shoe. too. Yeah. Security guard came over, put me in my place um and uh anyway that's that was as close as i got to an nba stadium but i did one of the best things i did during covid was i bought a basketball hoop didn't know the raptors were going to come to tampa bay um oh. anyway i got the picture pulled up here this was from a toronto designer i just posted this so i'm going to read some of your comments which i have not read yet so hopefully uh you guys didn't put any too many hate comments but um what do you think of this they kind of stole our color theme here we went with a little bolder on our colors but um I thought this was cool. I think the the feedback on Twitter was a little too Miami ish with the colors. Yeah. Maybe more yeah. of an orange in there. Seems more Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think it looks pretty cool though. It's a cool it's little dope. design. It's pretty dope. So let's see what uh, what the comments are. We got, I just yeah. just posted this. We got a couple comments here. Um. Judging, kind of judging myself for the way I'm feeling about, but I love this. Tampa now is a championship basketball team. Evan says, hell no. These are fire. Uh, nah, from Tony. And then Bryce. I know Bryce must like them. Yeah, orange instead of pink. Get rid of the toy. Hey, man, we're right online. And that, yeah. yep, that's the comment I saw. I like that one. So, yeah. Um, you know, it'd be cool if they could do some stuff like that. And like I said, if there's any merch out there, I'll, I'll buy at least a shirt or a hat or something because, you know, we got to kind of embrace this while we have this NBA team here. And who knows what can happen if we kind of show the support like we you know we can and we have with the Lightning and some of our other teams. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I, what, and again, and again, I'm, I'm excited about just the, the concept of having a good NBA team here too. It's not just like, oh... They threw, you know, the Pelicans at us or whatever the crap. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we got, we got a team that just won a championship. Now coming to play in a championship arena, it just makes sense. That's all I'm saying. It just makes sense. You know? Come on. Yeah. And I was reading an article today from the Times, and it said that they chose Tampa. Right. Out of out of yeah. all the other places, they um could have chosen from they chose tampa you know what probably helps when you have all these brand new empty buildings downtown yeah, including right. the jw marriott yeah, right <laughs> where which is like their headquarters so yeah um anyway we're excited about it and guess what we're gonna talk about it on the show so if you don't A like lot. basketball sorry mm, so, uh, sorry 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 about, sorry about your there, eh? accent sorry about um, your look eh so that's that's the uh deal the nba is coming Talk to some tampa american Bay. hoops around here eh Talk some and American they started hoops. training camp started today, right? Today, yeah. They were just talking. I was just watching a little bit of their interviews um, before, uh, after their practice today, and kind of getting settled in here. Uh, and they only are scheduled to play one preseason game on the twelfth, um, and then it looks like the season's going to kick off, kick off around the eighteenth or so. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to be having, um, uh, you know, games here real soon. So that's cool. Awesome. All right. Well, that's the NBA to Tampa Bay. Let us move on to the next topic. And uh, I know we got a lot of Bucks followers. Oh, one more thing on the NBA, the Raptors. I had people right away asking me, 
if we were going to see some Raptors animations and <laughs> my response mm -hmm. was, are, are they playing sports in Tampa Bay? Because that's kind of what, we, what we do. Um, and if you take a close look at the Thanksgiving video, even though that came out before this news came out, take a close look, go look at it again. There's some um, Easter eggs. There, there might be, there might be a little flash in there with the a flash with the, uh, the Raptors. All right, let's move on to what's up with the Bucks. The Bucks uh, have lost what three straight? Is it two straight or three straight? Should probably probably it, prepare it, for the show a little well, bit. If, well, well, if, if you go on the the social medias, uh, they've lost every game this season. Eleven in a row. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, Bucks off the heels of losing. A uh, quick reminder to the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Fully healthy with the addition <laughs> of a dynamite rookie in the running in the backfield. Uh, Super Bowl champions. Yeah. So last two games they lost. They lost to the Rams, a playoff team. They lost to the Chiefs, a playoff team. Obviously, weird thing is same score on both of them, twenty-seven yeah. to twenty-four. I think the problem was with uh, it, uh, the problem is like how ugly the Bucks look at times, and it's across the board. You can't just say the defense is bad because it, it's almost like. The defense will play good for one half, and then it's the offensive's turn to really stink. And I think that's what's most frustrating to people is that this offense, with all of this firepower, just can't seem to put it together for a full four quarters. Like, obviously, they kind of seem to go on runs later in the game, but this is nothing new to uh, to Tampa. We've we've seen this for a while now. And um, what do you it starts think? at the top? It starts at the top. That starts with the guy who's wearing the headset with the designation OC. Starts with him. It starts with him. 12, 12 carries per game for the last, what, five games, I think, for Rojo. That's, that's yeah. all he's getting per game. He's only getting 12 touches a game on average. And Brady's throwing up 40-plus times. This is why I hate quarterbacks as offensive coordinators because they it's like they're just waiting to abandon the run game they're just waiting for an excuse oh can't run the ball now gotta throw it 30 30 times in a fucking row right i mean look at the way they started the game hey hey the defense decided oh we don't need to worry about tyreek hill that guy is nothing don't worry about him he, he can just don't don't even keep eyes on him he won't he won't hurt us don't worry about him that, that's what the defense decided to do for the first 15 minutes but let's talk about the offense and how, and how they came out in the first three possessions and how they just came out throwing the ball time like what the, the the chiefs are not good against the run and rojo has just been getting better and better and better and yet we're seeing less and less and less of him um yeah i agree they they seem to abandon that run so early it's like me playing madden it's like, right. all right, yeah. I ran the ball twice. Yeah, <laughs> let's done. let's air it out. <laughs> like that is exactly what it's like. And you know, as great as as Tom Brady is, and, and all these guys, it makes a big difference when you have these defenders closing in because they think you're going to run the ball. But when you don't run the ball, like what they set the record that one game where they ran it five times. I realized they were getting at their ass whooped by the Saints. Right. But you still, they, they abandon that run so early and I get it. I get it. You like Rojo will run for two yards, two yards, one yard, two yards. Fournette doesn't do any better, but usually running backs get better as they go. Look at Derrick Henry. I know Derrick Henry's a beast, right? 
but Derrick Henry gets better in the second half. And it's because they keep feeding him. He feasted on the Ravens a couple weeks ago and all in the second half. It was all in the second half. So, I mean, it's frustrating for Bucks fans because I feel like we all know what the problem is. Uh, you know, uh, the yeah. play calling and everyone wants to to say the coaching and stuff like that. Um, but I, well, I think we need to take a step back and realize we're in the playoffs right now. Yep. They added an extra wild card. A lot of people don't know this, but they added an extra right. wild card this year. Yep. So we're in good shape still. Yeah. And we weren't expected to beat the Chiefs. So here's the thing. Left on the schedule, four games, Vikings, Falcons, Lions, Bucks or Bucks. No, it was Falcons twice. So Falcons twice, Vikings, Lions. Um they they went out four games games or even three of those four games. This is the time where you want to go on a streak. You see teams all the time go on a streak, get the wild card. And there was a streak for a while years back where teams that were hot getting into that last wild card spot were going to the Super Bowl. Yep. And that's what we need to do. Because we haven't had the, um, you know, those extra games, those preseason games. We've got a new quarterback, new system, all that kind of stuff. So maybe now is when they start clicking. They're healthy enough. I know the offensive line's a little shaky with Smith and Marpet, um, but they they've got all the tools in place. I think they they know what the problems are. The good thing is they adjusted the second half of last week and and did you know make that comeback. Uh, although the Chiefs kind of adjusted, knowing they had a huge lead. Uh, but yeah. I'm I'm not too worried. I'm not as worried about the Bucks as a lot of fans are. I think this is the year they make the playoffs. And guess what? If they don't, we're going to be that team that is known as the Cleveland Browns because the Cleveland yeah. Browns are going to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, here's here's the way I take it. You know, especially watching that game, it was really good to to watch the Bucks play and have Tony Romo call that game. Um, I know there's not a lot of love lost for the Cowboys in this area, but Tony Romo knows what the hell he's talking about, and he's like the one exception to what I was talking about earlier is uh, quarterbacks as offensive coordinators because Tony un- un- understands the game in a bigger aspect than most quarterbacks do. He doesn't look at it from a position. He's always looked at it as a whole board, as all the chess pieces at once. So for him to sit there and say that he believes that, that that's going to be a preview of the Super Bowl matchup, I mean, and he said that with a straight face, no joking, no no BS. What his research has led him to see throughout the season with the weapons and everything that is in line with the coaching and everything else, he still believes that the Bucks are his favorite team, his favorite to come out of the NFC and make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he said so, that at the end of the game. Yes, he said that multiple times, actually. But he came out point blank and said that at the end of the game. So that, that there's one thing right there that I'm going to listen to. I'm going to listen to that guy when he says that. I'm listening to him when he says those things. But then also, if I am, am Byron Lethwich, I'm going to go back and watch Tony Romo call that game. And I'm going to listen to some of the things Tony Romo's saying. I mean, oh my God. It, he was basically like giving them the keys to success. 101, <laughs> how to coach Tom Brady, how to coach Tom Brady 101. I mean, and, and, and as soon as they started doing some of those things in the second half, it started working. I mean, I mean, come on, you know? So if, if you can give Tom a few more situations where he's got early on, um, situations where he's got a uh, movement on the line and he's got guys on motion and he's trying to expose some of the coverages. That's what he's used to. And it's like, it, it, and Romo said this again, and I was, and I know, and this is something I've noticed and we haven't talked a lot of bucks uh, ever. That's not something we are not, we've kind of stayed out of that lane. Cause there's so many other people that are in that lane. 
But now that we're doing this, we're obviously going to talk about all the teams. So we are going to do Bucks now. Right. But we're going to have actually um, Brent next week from Pewtercast is going to jump on to to talk a little Bucks with us. And we'll have some more folks. um, You know, I'm friends with all the 800 Bucks podcasts. We're we're in there. We just haven't really jumped into those waters yet. But now that we are, this is what we're going to talk about. And and so I've been seeing this, you know, Brady's used to having one guy over the top, two, three guys underneath. Now he's got one guy underneath, two, three guys over the top. And this is something that Romo was talking about and, and he pointed it out. And 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 he's going to have to adjust to that. There was no offseason, none, zero, zero offseason for this guy to go from a 20-year system. He's been playing it basically for 20 years, basically the same thing. Even when Josh McDaniels came and left, they basically been playing the same system that he instituted however many, 13, 14 years ago, right? So basically 20 years, Tom Brady's been playing in the same system, same team. Now he's coming to a new team after 20 years. It doesn't matter how good you are. There's still going to be muscle memory, retraining yourself how to make those reads. Normally, he's making those reads bottom to top. Now he has to make those reads top to bottom or, or top to bottom. Now he has to read the you know, bottom to top. However, but, you know, it's all different to him. And he, you can see he's getting better. And again, as I was, I've been pointing out on social media a lot, Tom's not missing the deep balls. The other guy, the, the receivers aren't quite on the same page. Evans dropped a big one in the first quarter in, in that game. He dropped a big one right through his hands. Um, and then he hit and then he hit Godwin late in the game for a dime, a freaking dime. He, he was hitting the deep balls uh last game. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I I figure Tom's getting there. Tom's getting used to it. You see Gronk just getting better and better, becoming more and more of an impact every week. At 100 yard game out in, the, in Brady's gym. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well. So, some people have broken that news that he has been working out uh, in Brady's gym. But um, yeah, the, it, I just see these guys just getting better. And and again, you know that defense did. You know, uh, it, um, the comment was the Bulls made the uh, adjustments in the second half, and he did. You know, and they definitely started giving some help on Hill. I mean, Hill had 200 yards in the first quarter. And then finished with like 240 something, some of the 260. So, I mean, he didn't really do anything the rest of the game. So, they definitely made some adjustments with him. They made some adjustments on that side of the ball. Um, but it, it, it's just one of those things where, I, if you look, like you said, the schedule, the remaining schedule, Falcons twice, I mean, it, it's hard not to count that as two wins right now with the way that the NFC South is going. And, you know, that, that team just, has no identity it seems like they can't figure out what the hell they're doing so if you could the, the, yeah <laughs> they didn't blow a lead for once. <laughs> for once but exactly they don't know what they're doing I, you know it, i see this team really being a playoff team and being dangerous too being real dangerous especially with that defense yeah so you know we'll see what happens favorable schedule so four weeks left um last quarter of the season in shape to finally make the playoffs um all right well let's uh we'll talk more bucks definitely next week with with brent we also might have um a a national guest uh if not next week coming up here later this month a uh who who actually knows tom brady and has caught balls from tom brady so he's gonna give us some good feedback he's he's committed we just don't know the time yet We'll let you know as soon as possible. So 
We'll switch gears here. Um, the last podcast we did was We the 98ers, our Rays postseason postgame show. Game and six. since then, it's been a little bit of doom and gloom for, for the Rays the, during the offseason. But, you know, I'm used to the Rays offseason being doom SSDS. And That's what we do. Yep. Same shit, different season. That's the, uh, you know, it starts with the, I mean, I don't even know what to do right now. Like, I, I don't even feel like they deserve for me to wear this hat or for us to even talk about them on our fucking show anymore. You know what I mean? They give no loyalty to this town whatsoever. None. None. One win away from winning a World Series, and you can't double down on Morton for 15 fucking million dollars? I mean, come on. That's, I mean, that... They didn't no wonder that. he went and signed with Atlanta. What? I mean, how disrespectful. I mean, I don't know. I just, And now we're hearing rumors of Snell being traded again. Like, did they... I, I just can't with this fucking team anymore. I can't. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's tough to to build a fan base when every year that you know team. they do well, we start to really kind of like the players and um, you know a lot of people say it's different from the Lightning, but like you know the reason the Lightning have such loyal fans right now is because like we feel like their players back from 2015 and even beyond that are like our family right right like right we, we some of you guys have kind of grown up with alex Kalorn and tyler johnson who probably won't be on the roster next season um and it makes a big difference Th- those are the players we want to go see so exactly. who are the players we want to go see on the race thankfully we have randy rosarina who was in a Mexican jail last week, um, but apparently I think we got that we got that sorted. Money, money talks. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> I can't say. Uh, I mean, we have talked about my Tijuana stories uh, before on Shooter Mustache, so uh, no judgment. Well, it was it was kind of a dispute with his his daughter, and yeah. uh, anyone that yeah, I mean. has a has a daughter or a child, I think, could understand. You know, you know, being away from that person, wanting wanting to make sure your child is was well taken care of, and I think the people that don't really understand the situation have, don't have kids. Um, so I, I understand where Randy's coming from. You can't beat up your your baby mama's dad or what I don't I don't know what happened. Like that was the assault and kidnapping. But um, anyway, funny things happen in Mexico. Randy is free. <laughs> and uh, um, I think uh, I think hopefully Randy's daughter is being taken care of. But yeah, we need we need that guy because he is our our star now. And then, yeah, I mean, the, the rumor is that the Rays are going to trade Snell. And, you know, Snell's kind of been the face of the franchise here for a couple of years. He's he's a huge character for us in our videos. Um, probably the number one Rays character that we've had. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's just tough to, to, to root for a team when you don't know who's going to be on their team the next season, especially after they come off the heels of making a world series, you know, see, that's for me. That's what it is. I mean, I understand that they're still a small market team and they got to do what they got to do, but you got to double down at some point, right? Like, like how, how do you expect to say we want a stadium and people to support that and even maybe pay for it? When you're not even willing to pay for a hometown guy to pitch his ass off for you in the postseason and wanted to retire here, but you wanted to try and nickel and dime his ass so you turned down his fucking options because you could nickel and dime him by what, a mil? Maybe a mil and a half, right? Trying to get him to what, 13, 12 for a couple of mil? 
by the way, lives in Bradenton. Lives in not fucking like he Bradenton. Wants to go to Atlanta. No, he did not want to go to Atlanta. But fuck you, Tampa Bay. You can't give the man fifteen million dollars. That's bullshit, dude. That's bullshit. And right then and there, that's when I turned my nose up at this franchise right now because, again, I was on the ride and we talked about it during the show, man. I had stopped watching because I couldn't trust the franchise. It's not because I didn't like the players. It's not because I didn't like the product. It's not because of any other bullshit. I don't trust the franchise, man. I didn't trust the franchise. But then Cash is here, and he's been kind of building, and now they KK still here. They re-signed Lau. You know, they went and got Susugo. Like, it looked like they were trying to invest in this team. We make a run. One win away from a freaking championship. And they're not doubling down on. I mean, and look, and again, I know we got guys in the stable. I know there's some guys that were hurt that didn't even get to pitch in the postseason that are dynamos. We got arms and everything, but it it just it just does at least a bad taste in the fa- in the mouth of the fans, if you ask me, as a fan. When you see a guy like Charlie out there, who that's a guy that you need to build your bolt your your rotation around. You got glass. Yeah. You got, if you want to trade Snell, trade Snell. That's fine. Trade Snell. He, maybe he's not happy here. He wants to go be a seven-inning guy. He's probably not going to be a seven-inning guy here. That's fine. If you could get something for him, trade him, get some money back, get some prospects. Go ahead, get a couple of prospects and a big bag of cash for Snell. Yeah. That's because you got glass now. You got Morton, and you got the guys that are coming back from the injury. you got a stable still, but now you lose Morton, and you're going to look at trading Snell. And now you've got to hope that some of the guys come back that were not that were hurt are going to perform. Some of the guys that kind of unperform are going to be able to step back. Like it just, it just to me, it just it's it just it's hard. It's hard to be invested in that. And especially like we talked about the the lightning on the other side of the bay, the job they've done, and even the Bucks recently. I mean, the Bucks have finally turned the corner of being a team that is investing in their roster. How many years were we sitting here? It took me forever to become a real diehard Bucks fan after living here 17 years because it was the same thing. Glazers not doing what they need to do, not paying the guys, not going out making the money, not re-signing the guys. You know, yeah. finally in the last few years, they've changed that. And I think the the thing that gives me hope is is Rays always freaking find a way to, you know, if they trade Snell, they're going to somehow find some diamond in the rough that somebody was willing to part ways with. So, um, I mean, I'll support the guys. You know what I mean? I don't want to leave the guy, the players out there hanging because they're out there playing their asses off, you know, and they, these guys, the players, don't make a lot of money per se. Get, get Brett know? Phillips. Get Brett Phillips but, in, the, uh, in the lineup. And, yeah. and X, X, by the way, in the chat here, he was our, our Derek Jeter, our hilarious Derek Jeter <laughs> voice. And, and yes, I, I am freezing my ass off here. And no. I'm just kidding. I turned my heat on yesterday. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Yeah, I turned it on this first thing this morning. <laughs> yeah. Me and, the, me and um, Mrs. Stash always go back and forth with that shit, too. She's like, oh, we don't need it. She opens the door. It's 30 degrees outside. She's got the door open to the back, back patio. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I turned the, um, the heat on to 72. She's like, oh, my God, it's a furnace in here. I'm like, oh, here we I go. I usually never turn it on. I, I've gone a couple years without turning it on. So yeah, I do my best. But... Here. X, we well, got to know, I'm... man, where, where's your favorite Tampa Bay dive bar? I, I swear I've seen you at uh, at Elmer's before. Are you are you a South Tampa guy? Uh, by the way, good good dive bar right there, right? Yeah. Um, what else? What are, what are your other favorite dive bars? I'm I'm over the Rays. Let's let's move yeah, on let's to move our on last topic. And by the way, the the phone lines are open. I see you there, Chris. So we'll bring you on um, for your comment here. But we're gonna move on to the final segment here. 
We're, we're going to have mostly Tampa Bay sports talk. And by the way, we're going to talk about other current events in sports. Like if there's a big story, yeah. we're going to talk about it. We're fans of other teams too, but we're huge Tampa Bay fans as well. But um, we also want to talk about some local stuff too. So Tampa local Bay dive bar. Culture, we're if you we're will. hoping to, to pair up with some local bars and some breweries and, you know, we want to get some sponsorships with them going so we can help promote them and get you guys in their doors and um, hopefully get some some merch and some shirts to give away to our best comments in the chat and new followers and stuff like that. So give give your favorite bar a shout out here um, and heck tag them in the chat so they know you were talking about them. Maybe they'll send you yeah. a coupon because <laughs> I know there's a lot of places that are struggling right now because nobody wants to you yeah. know go anywhere with COVID going on. Get out there. Just wear a mask. That's all you got to do. Um, the alcohol kills all the uh, the COVID, right? Hey, 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 so far so good here in Tampa, right? I mean, it's not like we've got crazy spikes going on in the state or anything after the Stanley <laughs> Cup celebration. <laughs> Completely fine. All right, so let's see those dive bars. Um, let's bring on Chris. Yeah, my favorite dive bar of all time doesn't exist anymore. So what was that? Oh, it was whistles, bro. Whistles. Oh my whistles. gosh. Wow. Right. We that was the, ult- that was the ultimate dive bar. Oh, hell yeah. That's in, up, Chris? That's in Largo, folks. What's up, guys? <laughs> How's it going? Down, down a Larghetto. Right in the Chris, heart of it. What's uh what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I don't know. I just enjoyed listening to you guys talk about it. Uh I know you're talking a lot about the Bucks, but I'm just happy they're at a positive record at this point in the season. It's been a long time since, I mean, they had one winning season under Jameis Winston. So, I mean, yeah, it sucks. We lost two in a row, but I could see us going 11 and five or 10 and six. So I'm not too concerned. It's just, it's just yeah. nice to not be one of the laughing stocks of the NFL right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, I, I, I kind of put a post out there the other day after the game and uh, one of the, like really the only Bucks fan group that I'm a part of got pretty pretty positive results uh, from it. And it, it was really just saying, hey, that that was the defending Super Bowl champions, 100% healthy, with an added weapon in their backfield. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a close game. Yeah, that we almost lost by three. <laughs> that was a close game, you know. Uh, and, and they did a lot of things wrong in that mm-hmm. game. And neither one of those interceptions, if you ask me, were really on Brady. Uh the pressure and and Miller not doing anything to help his quarterback out on that first one, yeah. you know, and then that second one that was miscommunication with Evans that came off that went off the defender player's helmet because Evans should have gone out uh, broke outside he came inside, and then Tom yeah. was waiting for him so he tried to he tried he wasn't looking where his ball was going he was just trying to get it to Evans hit the guy's helmet deflected pass. Those yeah. aren't on Brady. Those aren't on Brady. Those are miscommunications with his receivers. That's that to me is a lack of postseason and familiarity. There and yeah. they're and they're and they're so much closer. Every game you watch, I see they're getting so much closer, so much closer. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it it really really what I think it's gonna take as soon as Tom and and Evans, Brady and Evans are on the same page, as soon mm-hmm. as they click, it's over. Yeah. It's over at that point. It's over at that point. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, yeah, they haven't had a lot of time. You know, like you were saying, they've had hit 20 years with the Pats. And, yeah, they didn't get the uh, preseason this season. But, I mean, it wouldn't have helped. It would have helped a little bit, but not. It wouldn't have replaced 20 years of knowing exactly where everyone's right. going to be. Right. So, 
I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I'm just happy the Bucks are doing good. Yeah, it sucks we lost two in a row, like I said, but we're positive right now. You could you could be in the NFC East. Any any one of those yeah. teams. <laughs> we could be one of the teams in the NFC East right now. So yeah, that's and true. you know, even if they make the playoffs, which they got a good chance to do, they might play one of those NFC. Yeah, they're they're probably they like probably the Eagles will. or something. So yep. they yep. they've got a good chance to win a playoff game. The thing that worries me about the Bucks is I don't know if they can really make it to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl with with the team as is. They really have to get on a hot streak to do that because yeah. you've seen their losses. Their losses are to good teams. So yes. they beat the teams they're supposed to, which is the difference between the Bucks from the last ten years. The Bucks the last ten years won't beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. You know, they'll they'll throw in a loss to you know whoever that you know you expect the Bucks to beat because they've got talent. They've had talent on this team for years, right? right. Just couldn't put it together. But this year's different. Um, you know, these guys, especially Brady and and A B and the guys that have kind of been there before in the playoffs, they know that right now is the most important time yeah. of the season. By far. The time. Whatever this happened time. in October didn't mean mm-hmm. shit, right? Yeah. Now's yeah. the time Just, where hey, it's go time. Sass that we talked about earlier. That's Tony Romo. <laughs> it's all about November, right? Yeah. It's all about that November record, man. That's what really sets the tone for the playoffs and the end of the season. You know, making the playoffs and how you go into the playoffs. It's now. It's it's yeah. the end of the season, December. It's it's you know it's where you never we know are. if something can happen. You never know. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I I think it's just a matter of a little bit of clicking there between Brady and Evans, and then all the pieces fall into line. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, speaking of line. They got to do something there too. Those guys has got to stay healthy and start gelling, especially on the left side for him. Um, yeah, because that, that that's something that I've been harping on it for years, and it still hasn't really gotten much better. They went got Brady, but they didn't do a lot to help out that offensive line. And it was uh, it was big losing. Who it was Via Vita Vea, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah well, on the defensive side of the ball, that's a big loss for sure. But I think they've done a better they've done a better job in the last couple of weeks of kind of filling that void. Not that you really can. Fill a void yeah. with a guy like that, but but kind of making up for it. And you're seeing a couple other guys always step up, you know. Not um, sure. Yeah. So so yeah, so like I'm I'm with you. We're all positivity over here, shoot on the stash yeah. when it comes to the Bucks. We're hundred percent on the positive gravy train over here. I'm not on Sundays. I get so mad when I see like that first half and Brady and those guys can't move yeah. the ball. I'm like, what right. is happening? <laughs> I just get so mad. I start doing push-ups because I'm like, I'm ready to like throw something. At least there's um, no more primetime games. I know that. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's all one o'clock from here yep. on, yep. here on out. And then you know we get to the playoffs, then it's a different story. But nice. um, they got to shake that monkey off their back eventually. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is with that. Apparently, the practicing at night did not help. <laughs> so, so uh, no more of that. Maybe they need to just practice like early in the morning. Although I think that's probably what they do. Um, all right, so uh chris anything else because we'll let you go because we're going to get out of here soon uh by the way chris we're still going to be doing we the thunder we're still going to talk a little bit of bolts on this but we the mm-hmm. thunder we've got the tampa bay uh amelie arena ice crew nice come on so yep. it's kind of weird right like i don't think they've ever been on a podcast or a show before but yeah. i asked them they got a permission and and we'll ask them about the ice I've, that's sweet it's Sweet ice. You you play hockey. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, well I think it'll be interesting you know now, though. It'll be interesting now because I mean NHL is still starting, starting, starting. Yeah. Uh, so shooting for a first of the year they're start they're date. Really got to clean the ice then. Yeah. 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 They're still no, shooting no. for a first of the year start date. So yeah, basketball and hockey would overlap, and yeah, you no, know no, no, it'd no. be interesting to get their take on seeing what they would have to do. 
I don't think Tampa would be a hub. To run. Well, they're not talking about hubs. They're talking yeah. about regular, like Toronto yeah. or like the NBA and the NFL are doing, playing from their stadiums. They don't want a hub because if they do hubs, teams can't afford it. And we talked yeah. about this before. Teams can't afford not to have revenue. At least 20% of this league, of the team, at yeah. least four, four to six teams in this league depend on in-arena revenue to mm-hmm. operate, period. They will not survive if they don't get actual ticket sales and concessions and those things to a certain point. But at the same time, now we have states like California who are now rescinding and going back into lockdown. They're no longer allowing athletic competition, let alone fans. They're not even allowing athletic competition. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, that's kind of why we haven't talked lightning yet because we're still waiting to see what the NBA or what the NHL is going to do. We're still waiting to see some moves and trades that are going on. Obviously we did have a contract signing, a pretty big contract signing um, in Sergachev, but, uh, but that's still, we don't have quite enough to talk about yet. So um, we are seeing for a We The Thunder show here in the next couple of weeks. Well, uh, we're just hoping for another shooter drop, hopefully, to be honest with you. We'll probably have uh, maybe Joe Smith on on too. Yeah. So later this month, yeah. we'll be back with We The Thunder. But we'll be back every week with this show. Wednesday. Sounds good. Wednesday, 9 p.m. o'clock. Grab a drink, whether you it's water, milk. Uh, or the tough uh, stuff like Mr. X, a strong Coke with cherries. Come on in. Yes, sir. Um, but Chris, thanks for calling in. We hope to yeah, see no you problem. back next week. Yeah, uh, we're we're I'll be there. This puppy up. All right, man. Nice brother. See ya. Yeah. All right. So anything else you got on your mind, Stash? We're uh we're like right on time in about an hour. I know we're That's gonna crazy. we're gonna shoot for an hour, but that like you know, happen. you know how we go. You know how we go. That never <laughs> happens. We've we've done four hour shows we're, we're usually only halfway through at this point we're just um, getting warmed up i like i like the um i like the menu here what do you guys think of, of the format here i like yeah. i like kind of staying on the script here a little yeah, bit more than we, we normally have in the past uh we definitely want to get you guys um involved that's the idea of the sports bar is like um, let's let's pull up a stool in the chat you know uh, that last segment we'll try to stick to the last segment that's when you guys can can jump on, give give your take, but you know, put your chat in there, and we'll always kind of highlight um, the uh, good chats. I know someone in there said earlier something about Ronnie Diaz um, yeah. in his retirement today, yeah. and the you know, good luck to him. I know he's been a longtime Tampa Bay radio guy. Um, mm. I just wanted to have a message to Dae. Let let's put the right guy in that chair with our guy Jay Retcher. I, I don't think yeah. anything's been finalized on. On who's replacing him. I know it just happened today, but um, yeah. Jay Retcher, who's been on the show, has has more than earned his spot. I think I totally that agree. Show. That's my personal opinion, and right. we'll probably have Jay on this show. And heck, we might even have Ian Beckles if we can get that guy to stay up past nine o'clock at night uh, on this show. We might have to go <laughs> to the. Right. We might have to go to his place and like do an offsite or something to. Right, we'll have to do on. like a like a uh, like an old school kind of kidnapping podcast thing, like <laughs> go in the back of the uh, the, the shooter truck and uh, or the stash truck and uh, you know do it live on site or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, yep, there's there's the chat yeah, there there. Is. You find it. i was i was going up you found it on the yeah. 11th so you only got about uh 10 more days of of ronnie diaz longtime tampa bay radio host opens up a seat for another uh tampa bay radio host though so always, yeah, it's uh, another card almost yeah you know uh i mean come on that's the guy that um 
I started listening to Ron and Ian when I first got here. I mean, that, I mean, to me, that's still one of the biggest things you and I've done is <laughs> sat down with Ian Beckles, had lunch, and started kind of collaborating and doing some things with him. You know, uh, you did a little more with them than than I did, but it just collectively coming to this town and those were the the DAE guys for me. Um, so yeah, you know, Ronnie D, that guy is a legend around here. So it's it's definitely going to be a little bit of a loss but it's also a good opportunity you know especially at a great time uh of tampa sports to to bring someone in with a little bit of a fresh take and um kind of changing of the guard of the sports scene in this area too you know all right well i think we're changing the guard we're we're switching it up a little bit with this show thank you Kristen. uh always good to to see at least your picture i haven't seen you in person for years which kind of sucks but miss you buddy um hope everything's well and uh again come back join us every wednesday we're gonna drag our ass into our our little rooms here um and and do this show for you and again our shows have always not been about us they're they're more about you know all of this tampa bay community and sports and again we're gonna go a little bit off topic talk about cool stuff around town um and it doesn't happen without you guys so appreciate the support go shoot us a follow yeah. on youtube um or or on uh um, share share um, us to follow on yeah, youtube share and then the podcast like that's what we really need because i'm telling you if when we get a sponsor which will happen we we we're not gonna like go home and, and spend that money we're gonna take that money right. and reinvest it into this so yep. we need your support um on that to uh make that happen because like i said we get we get so much traction on on this damn facebook page but we, we still only have like we're still under five thousand followers but if you look at like our our facebook like numbers of engagements and like all this stuff it's it's crazy if everybody followed us that engages with our posts we'd we'd have like sponsors lined up out the door i'm telling yeah. you it's, it's it's crazy how much uh support we get although you don't like us <laughs> maybe, maybe they don't like us That's yeah, right <laughs> not just because they hate us Hate us because they ain't us. Hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have some of these local guys. Maybe we'll get Exxon someday here. Uh, yeah. I know he's part of the Loose Cannons, who have like an extraordinary Bucks podcast, like production value. We're we're trying to match that here. We're trying to match that production value. Um, these guys know what they're talking about over there um, at Loose Cannons and also um, what's the other one? Bucking Idiots. Bucking too. Idiots. Yep. And Rachel, we definitely you. miss you. And um, for sure, we, we still, again, are going to do um, We the Thunder. We'll be back. But we'll be back next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Uh, anything else, Stash? You sign us off. Oh, man. I'm just stoked. I can't. I've been missing this so much. I've been missing you. I've been missing the chat. I've been missing the fans. I'm so excited to be back here every freaking week. Same bat time, same bat channel. We'll be coming with the takes. You be coming with the comments. We'll just make this a thing, right? Every week right here at the sports bar. All right, Tampa Bay, stay warm. <laughs> it's a cold one out there. And wear a mask. <laughs>